0: Hey everybody, Danny Ramsey here with My Outdesk. I'm really excited. I mean, this is awesome because we get to interview somebody who I consider not only a really cool guy, but kind of a little bit of a mortgage ninja. He's your mortgage guy. Eric Garnicki, thanks for being here today with us. Thanks for having me, I appreciate it. Dude, we were just chatting and I love everything you're doing in your business, but the reason we have people on this show is because they've used virtual professionals or virtual assistants to really supercharge their results in their business and you've done that and so let's break down let's start with like you know who are you where you work and kind of tell everybody a little bit about your business cool uh so my
1: name is eric Garnicki. i work with fairway independent mortgage company um i've been in the industry for over 12 years and i got started back in 2004 part-time um my brothers had a, a broker shop they opened up and so i was playing football at the time i started cold calling at nights nice. and uh, got to Decent amount of deals from that, um, but then once I was completed, with, when I, football was finished, I jumped in full-time and been in it since. When uh, the mortgage meltdown took place around 2008, kind of stuck around a little longer. 2009, I exited, came right back in, went to the big bank world, then transitioned to the direct lending world, and here I am today.
0: That's awesome, man. What I like about your brand is that it's different. Your mortgage guy. Talk a little bit about why you kind of are different or what you do that's that sets you aside in the mortgage space? Gotcha.
1: So yeah, um, the Mortgage Guy brand, essentially it is, it's meant to drive this sort of appeal to the consumers. They can be talking to a friend in the mortgage industry. Kind of like that one commercial you see like uh, the Shane code. Now you have a friend in the time of the business, right? But it's the same approach. I want people to talk to me and learn about this really daunting sort of over like, overwhelming process of getting a mortgage, buying a house. So They have someone in the inside they can talk to and give them information and content that's serving their best interest. It's not trying to, you know, pull uh, in any way to serve my interest, but really trying to be supportive as best as possible. So that's how it kind of stemmed or originated Um, and my personality type, right? So I'm fun. I'm trying to be outgoing and try to make humor or make it very lighthearted about the situation. So that's how your mortgage guy, uh, spawn. And that's, that's, how, that's how Blade spawn. What's up, I don't know how they got in. You know, it's funny. I closed the door right before. I'm like, yeah, they're not
0: going to get in. Yeah.
1: How they did so, still so baffles me.
0: We got a cat, man. We got a cat. This is the first time ever that we've had a cat on our show. So I love it, man. And it's you. Um, so let's talk. We, you know, you've had a virtual assistant for almost five years and yeah. it wasn't through my out So let's talk about that. Um, why did you choose to hire a virtual professional for your mortgage company from my out what Like what, what, what happened?
1: Well, it all started when I first hired my original, uh, virtual assistant. He's been with me four and a half years, going on five years. Yeah. Um, it was a painful process. Uh, the originally when I did it, I, I, uh, up, uh listed the job posting on upwork.com. Yeah. I went through 16 interviews. Um, a lot of them were crazies or just not qualified. I didn't put the right processes in place to screen out a lot of these people. And so it was time consuming and draining. So, um, since then, it's been, we've had, and, and as soon as I got to Oliver, which is uh, my virtual assistant now, um, I was on the phone with him, interviewing him. As soon as I was, got done talking to him, said, said, it's done, he's hired, on the spot, it's getting wrapped up and in yeah. what the project we're posting.
2: Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here, and I want to tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business right now. You know, I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue, and reduce expenses, and the answer is simple: it's MyOutDesk virtual assistants. MyOutDesk offers five-star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States, and making our clients over a hundred million dollars in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants, and I want to give you the opportunity to learn exactly why simply text the word M O D mod to 31996. And we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call
1: Fast forward, recently, I uh, listened to a podcast of you, Mr. Dan Ramsey, on Joe Fairless, and it just dawned, like, man, I I should be, why go through the entire process of trying to screen and interview and do the disc test and do the IQ test? It's just too much, and it's overwhelming. So I said, let let it be to the people who do it best, and that's why I came to you guys and, and hired my second virtual assistant.
0: That's awesome. Um, You know, the one question that I always get from loan officers, and we have a pretty big database, over 300,000 of you guys in our database. The one question that I always get is, how should a loan officer use virtual assistants in their business? So Eric, you're the guy, you've been doing it for almost five years, you're a client, and I really like what you're doing. So let's talk about that. How should an LO or a branch manager or somebody in the mortgage world use a virtual assistant?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I use it in multiple ways. And I think what you have to break down is you have to understand what's your highest and highest income producing activities for one, anything that's administrative or things that you can delegate, do it. Um, Sales conversations usually have to be with the law officer itself, but the virtual assistant comes in a place where they can put you in a position to create those sales opportunities. Um, and I broke it down to two different segments is B2B business to business and business to consumer, the business to business side is setting up appointments for me to sit down with top producing realtors, yep. um, financial advisors, divorce attorneys, trust attorneys, CPAs and yeah. so make these outbound calls, qualify the prospects, um, share some, uh, some value ads that we're able to provide and yep. exchange and just see if there's an opportunity to sit down and explore, you know, this, this relationship.
0: So hold on, hold on. That's, that's really complicated. And for people who've never done it before, like you figured it out four and a half years ago and you've been kind of crushing it. So it probably feels very simplistic to you now, but for a new person who's never done it, like break down all the things that you've learned, like what's important for you to have to make that work? Like what's really, what do you have to give to your virtual assistant? So they're successful in just doing the business development, the B2B stuff.
1: Uh, well, the first thing you have to do is give them the proper data. Who to contact, so qualifying prospects or business-to-business partners. Not Initially, it. when I first got started, um, I told my virtual assistant to go ahead and set up appointments with realtors. Lo and behold, I didn't qualify these realtors. Some of these realtors yes. do only one transaction a year. <laughs> yeah. We say two every four years. Yeah. So I spun out very fast. He booked a... Gang load of appointments, but they, were, they weren't the best, highest in use of my time. So getting quality data, I think is the best thing. So when I had opportunity using my MTA, um, I was able to get the top 250 uh, realtors in each county. And then okay. I leveraged that with my value add to sit down and and, and with these uh, referral partners. Yep. Um, the second thing is training, training, training. You know, I think that a lot of part, a big part of the success is going to be the first month and yep. doing a, a whole bunch of training so um terminologies um scripting objections yep. rebuttals understanding the marketplace so giving insight to my background on how it is that we approach things and why we do things the way yep. we do. um and then having a followed procedure right kind of like an sop right standard operating yep. procedures and that's going to be a huge huge uh, uh you know methodology in getting that success from 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 the
0: Real quick, yeah. were you doing this work before you decided to hire somebody to do it for you? Were you the person? Have you ever made business development calls or did you do it with them in the beginning or how did you kind of overcome that? that hump? I did it,
1: yeah, I did it and I don't like it. I simply just don't like it, right? I can do it and I can sell it pretty well, yep. but I just don't enjoy it and it's not the highest best use of my time. So I wanted to delegate that and then I'll just show up after it's been quality controlled and screened. just do what I do best. Right. Um, and I did it with my virtual assistants. Initially, I did or call calm. recorded it uh, about a month, uh two weeks, two, three weeks.
0: Okay. So what you had to do is you had to show them how, like you yeah. had to do it, do recordings and then show them how so they could kind of, they needed somebody to show them the path. 100% lead by example. I love, it. I love it. Okay. So we've got, so you spent you know, the first 30 days training them on terminology, getting them a system, get them in a process. You pick the right leads for them to call. That's a massively valuable um, thing most people don't even think about. But you also gave them an, a unique value proposition. Let's talk about that. What was the unique value proposition that you offered?
1: Uh, that's a great question. So it dates back to 2012. Uh, yep. So I've understood that the attention has completely shifted from traditional to digital. And with that attention being shifted, I have to create as much value add for myself as possible. Yep. Uh, I noticed a very common theme and trend in the mortgage industry that people always approach realtors or referral partners with the same proposition of you know, donuts and rate sheets, right? Now if everyone else is saying the same things and how are you really differentiating yourself? Yep. So I decided, okay, let me just learn everything that needs to be learned to create value for myself. I started breaking that down. Yep. Um, so I went to digital marketing conferences Mm-hmm. twice to three times a year, learn everything I can put that in practice and, and launched campaigns. I failed a lot of times, but from these failures came success lessons, took that, put it into my business, learned it, and then leveraged it to approach real estate agents and say, Hey, let me show you how to you know get one or two new buyers in the next 20 to 30 days. Here's how I've done it for myself. Um, then I started buying digital courses, just mm-hmm. learning from other experts in industry insiders, um, listening a crap ton of podcasts. I'm like a podcast whore, <laughs> but I mean, I, I, a big part of my, my, uh, learning came from that too. Um, yes. so I broke it down to five parts that I help real estate agents grow their business. And that also transition to financial advisors. Um, and that's pretty much CRM, which is a database management, how to do that sequences, automations, all that stuff, yep. um, uh, best practices, um, strategic partnerships. So how to leverage, Partnerships with CPAs, divorce trust attorneys, financial advisors. How you can reciprocate business. Yep. How to approach them. What I've done that's worked. Um, video. So how to film video. segment down to Facebook retargeting. Brand right. and social is a big one. You yep. know, I it's like, kind of like a it kind of breaks down into a, a bigger segments. Um, and then virtual assistants. You know how it is that I leverage virtual assistants. How it's exploded my business and they can you know, do the same, so.
0: I love it, well, what you're saying is you can't hire a virtual assistant and then say, go call them and see if they wanna refinance a house or go call them and see if they wanna send me leads. You've gotta actually offer something of value and something that people need yeah. as the initial conversation. Um, what are some of the challenges you had to overcome when you were new at this? Like, What are some of the biggest learning curves that you, you've you had in this whole virtual world? You're, you're an expert now, you five years in you're probably one of the the only mortgage guys I've ever met that has five years experience doing virtual assistance. So what are some of the... Let me put on my black belt
1: right here. Uh, So, I mean, the way I learn is by really learning and failing a lot, right? So like initially we're talking about a virtual position.
2: So what does that
1: entail? Well, I didn't know what it entails. Okay. How do I keep people on track? Um, How can I measure success? How can I train them and create efficiency? So I had a lot of failures, and through that, I've understood what needs to be done to be able to create those um, those processes in place. So uh, that helped a lot. What, um, about,
0: what about systems like phone system? How, do you text with them? Like, do you chat with them? Like, how do you guys handle the handoff if if like our virtual assistant, for instance, sets an appointment for a refinance? What? How do you? How, how does that look? You know, what does that look and what's the communication like? Text,
1: email, and Facebook Messenger. Big ones, awesome. right? straight up. Like you're going to have to hit me in three different places on the same message just because sometimes I'm away from Facebook and that's a whole, I, it's distracting. So I try to stay away from Facebook as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, but I do leverage in my business. So it's kind of like that, that balance. So I have Facebook Messenger and I can upload files into all that, make it very quick. So yep. Facebook Messenger gives me a quick, um, update on the uh, appointments, um, a text, yep and uh, an email, which is a calendar invite with all the details and information. So everything's in three different locations. If I can't access it from one point, I can access it from the other two points.
0: Yeah, I love it, I love it. okay what um we're we're about to wrap up, man. I really appreciate you sharing this. You didn't have to do this. you're helping a lot of people have success in an area that you've mastered. Um, what's your wh- what what would be your advice to LOs who are considering this and like, Get, thinking about maybe taking a virtual assistant on in their business? What advice would you give them?
1: I think you need to understand that um, we're, we have a very finite, limited amount of time. I think that there's a big search for value add in our industry. And if you can yep. leverage virtual assistants to create more value add and use that to approach more realtors, you're going to find a lot of success An idea. Um, okay. You have a listing agent that does a lot of production. You know, they do 50-50 buy and sell side. Great what if you offer to circle prospect for them and generate more traffic to their open house creating this yeah. mega open oh, well that's great that's a huge value add right there um refinance leads i mean well actually that's a different side but yeah just i i would i would really advise to stepping out of what what everyone else is doing and understand for me personally my philosophy is it all boils down it stems from marketing down right marketing brings the opportunities to create the sales, which then comes back into operations and then, you know, post close sort of campaign. So understand that you, we all need to be much better marketers. Yeah. And master this part down, then you can leverage that into a bunch of different things. You can go and approach more financial advisors, approach more real estate agents, right? Yeah. Approach more real estate agent teams. So yeah. helping them overall in the entire business. Now you're creating immense amount of value. They can't deny, right? Yeah. So that's, that's how I look at things.
0: All right, Eric Garniki, your mortgage guy, San Jose, California. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. If you're listening right now and you're considering uh, hiring a virtual assistant, what I'd like to do is I'd like you to get a copy of our book. Eric, did you know we wrote a book? No, I didn't. Here no, it is, Yeah, wrote a book. So if you're listening right now, check out our book. All you have to do is text the word SVP SVP to 31996. You can get a copy of our book for free. I poured my heart and soul into this thing and everything you need to go virtual is in that book. So definitely get a copy of that book. Definitely come talk to us if you wanna virtualize your mortgage or loan officer business. And Eric, again, man, thank, thank you for being here. You've been amazing. Thank for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you.